This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloveds. I'm not pregnant anymore. Yeah. Can you all tell how much I was over that shit <laughs> at the last trimester, the last month, the last couple of days? Woo! Um, so I am officially on maternity leave right now, so I'm not on the air. I can't really officially do my podcasts. I mean, that's just the rules. That's just the law, which I appreciate because it forces crazy workaholic mamas like me to take the time off and just focus on family. Speaking of family, the baby is sleeping right now. And I was going to have Marshall come in on this first podcast, our first ever like IGTV podcast with really Riley, but somebody's got to watch the baby. Um, He's actually behind that camera right now making sure the angle is good. So if you see him scurry out, it's because little baby is crying and he's got to go be daddy. Um, but yeah, I wanted to hop on here and catch this uh, thought process in my head, I guess, or do this podcast while everything is still new and real in my mind. Um, of the first week of Mommy of Two, uh, the first week of being on maternity leave and also give you my birth story because that's fun, right? And it hurt a lot, so I feel like I should have the right to vent about it a little bit to you guys. Um, but yeah, so uh, my baby is now one. Oh shoot, one week and two days old. One week and one. He's a, Marshall's behind the camera. One week and one day old. He was born on two one twenty twenty one, which I think is the coolest birthday ever. At eight thirty six a.m., seven pounds six ounces, twenty point five inches long. I remembered all that. Marshall didn't have to correct me on that one. Um, his name is Malin Nicholas Weeder. Malin is a name that Marshall and I found when we were first dating. I think we were dating like three months and we were psycho people talking about kids. But hey, it worked out. Um, if you guys follow us at all on Instagram or follow me on the show or anywhere, you know that we're all about strength. We're all about resilience. So we wanted a name that reflects that. So Malin is an old English name that means strong little warrior. So it was like, we saw that and we're like, yep, that's it. And then Nicholas is after his grandfather that he was very close with this passed away, which I think is really special to us too, because Lyric, my first son's name is Lyric Matthew and Matthew is his grandfather's name, my mom's husband. So keeping it cool all in the family. So I'm obsessed with both of their names as I am with both of my sons. That's weird. Sons, like plural. It's so strange to say, like, I can't believe that I'm a mom of two. It's nuts. Like, I'm an adult. I'm a full on adult now. I have a full on career. I have a house. I have a future hub in. In like seven months now, we're getting married. Holy shit. And I have two sons now. But life is really freaking good. Um, so first things first, the birth story. Um, four or five days, maybe six days, I don't even know, mom brain, before I gave birth, I had a false alarm. And we ended up going to the hospital. I thought I was having contractions, but I think it was just pre, is it preterm labor? Whatever the pre stuff is that happens where you have labor where your body's just getting ready for it. 
So we thought that first one was it. It was not. So we went to the hospital, turned us away. They're like, nope, this isn't it. We ended up calling the nanny to come stay with Larry. Now, mind you, the nanny lives 40 minutes away. So this isn't like, oh, yeah, she's up the street. Boom, it's fine. It was literally like a trek for her to get here. Um, And God bless her. She's so amazing. and We're so blessed to have her. But we came home and I was like, okay, well, I don't want to do that again. Because I don't care how good your insurance is. You go to the hospital, you're going to spend some money on it and get a new baby. I was like, I don't want to do a false alarm. So fast forward to the next, it was Sunday that I started to go into labor, Sunday night. And it wasn't like immediate. I laid down. I was fine. I was feeling a lot of pressure that day. I was walking around like a, a duck all day. And it was just hurting me. And I was like, okay, well, something could be moving. And Marshall, love you, babe. But he was annoying me. Every five minutes, I said, is he coming? Is he coming? Is it, is it time? Is he coming? Huh? Huh? Like every breath, every grunt. And we're real grunty when we're that pregnant. Huh? I'm like, get away from me. But lo and behold, that night we go to bed. It's like 1030 or so. I had already sent prep the next day for work. I was ready to go. It was going to be a snow day. So I, I had planned on, thank God, doing the show from here that day. Because it's not often that Marshall will tell me no, really ever, or put his foot down. But this time he was like, babe, I don't want you driving in that. Because I don't have four-wheel drive, and it was 40 minutes to work from here, so I listened for once. It'll probably be the only time. Maybe one other time. Yes, babe, one time. But um, I was like, okay, I'm going to do the show from here. So I woke up at like 11, 11.30, feeling just, I guess, as I know now, there were contractions, but just feeling like, owie, the fuck is that? It was on like a level of like a four or a five of pain, but here's the thing with me. I have a really high pain tolerance. And I was just kind of like, I don't want to wake him up and tell him anything's going on. Because remember how I was telling you he was bugging me every five minutes about is it coming? I was like, if I wake him up, he's going to be in my face the whole rest of the night. And I was like, he has to go to work. He's got a busy day. Let me not. Let me just see if I can figure this out. So, because the false alarm before that, I was like puking and I had diarrhea. So I was like, this is nothing. This is uh-huh. We're fine. Nope. So... <laughs> Everything started getting a little more intensified and things like the contractions as I know they are now or whatever this pain was, was like, I don't know. They were like eight minutes apart. They say to go to the hospital, especially with your second kid, they need to be like four, five, six minutes or something. At the false alarm, they said come in when they're five minutes apart. And I was like, they're not there yet. So I laid around for a little bit longer and I chilled a little bit longer. And I was like, all right, this, this shit hurts. I think, I think I should probably figure this out. Uh, let me wake him up. Literally. The minute that I rolled over to wake him up, like Niagara Falls, like it felt like my vagina had a drop kick of water. I don't know any other way to exp- like describe it. And I was like, oh shit. I woke him. I was like, Marshall, my water broke. This man like sprung up. Now Marshall doesn't get shifty about much. He's a police officer for goodness sakes. Like not much rattles him. <laughs> this was comical to see him like get up and like start getting the bags together and okay okay and of course his OCD ass <laughs> is very worried about the blood that hit the carpet and the sheets so that was the first thing he did is put it in the washer as I like go into the shower because I didn't want to be like go in as a bloody mess I was like look watching him like get the carpet cleaner and take the carpet cleaner to the carpet god love him though because our house is going to stay immaculate because of his OCD tendencies but he was calling the nanny, getting everything ready, and then Lyric woke up and was like, Mommy. And I was like, Oh my God. And I 
kept trying to kind of like walk away from him because by by this point the contractions were coming and they were real and they fucking hurt. And I didn't want him to think that I didn't want him to see me in pain because he was a super sensitive kid and I didn't want him to like connect to that with like that being his baby brother coming into the world and mommy was like a freakazoid and sc- screaming like a, a banshee or anything like that. So I went in there and I just kind of chatted with him. I was like, baby, you're going to be a big brother tomorrow. And his face got really big. And for a minute, I started to let my mind go to the like, oh my God, these are the last moments with him is my only. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't break down right now because I'm in so much pain. So we gave him a little hug and we put him back to bed. He didn't go back to bed, of course, because too much commotion. But Marshall, (laughs) we had the snowstorm now. Goes outside and is shoveling the snow with his brand new snowblower that I got him for his birthday. That all y'all made fun of me for, but it was a very practical present that he likes. And I am upstairs literally like, oh my God. I started to get scared because these contractions hurt. And a lot of people are like, well, you had one before. Did you not know? No, I didn't because I was induced with lyrics. So I went in. The minute that they're like, you want something to sleep? Yep, give me the drugs. You want an epidural? Mm-hmm. Didn't feel nada, nothing. This was a different situation. I go downstairs, and by the time, like, Marshall was done snowblowing and we were waiting for the nanny to get there, these contractions were turning into motherfucking monsters. That's what I'm going to call them. MFMs. Yep, motherfucking monsters. Oh, my God, they hurt so bad. Huh. And I started to get a little freaked out because I was like, this hurts. And Marshall's like, should we get an ambulance? Oh, my God. And I'm like, no, it's not that bad. But Honestly, inwardly, I was a little scared. I was a little freaked out. I was like, am I going to give birth to this kid in our brand new house? Like, let's get some plastic because this might happen. <laughs> let's put the plastic on the floor. Um, then the nanny got there, thank goodness, and Lyric came down. And I gave him one more love. We call him lovins in this household. I gave him one more set of lovins and a big hug. And I, I feel kind of terrible because I don't feel like I gave him, like, the hug of this is my last moment as you being my only child. I wanted that moment, but the, the M, what did I call them? The M, the motherfucking monsters, whatever. The contractions hurt, and I was like, I have to go. So I give him a hug. Marshall gives him a really sweet hug and says something to him. I don't really know what. Something probably very poetic, way more than I did. And we get in the car, and I'm just like, oh, God. Thank God, like, our hospital is only like 12 minutes away from here, and thank God Marshall has four-wheel drive, and thank God he knows how to drive. Yay for that police training. So... We get into the waiting room. We didn't have to wait long. The nurses were so sweet. But by this time, oh, my God. Like, woo! They hurt. And I would not let Marshall leave my side. Like, there wasn't much he could do, but all I wanted was his hand. All I wanted was him to stand there. I was like, don't talk to me. Just stand there and give me your hand. And apparently all them kettlebell swings and all of that, like, deadlifting in the gym did me well. I'll get to that, too, in a second. But it was also, like, my grip poor Marshall's hand was turning purple purple and I mean it purple and he's a strong guy too obviously he won bodybuilding competitions and you know he's the strongest person I know mentally and physically but you could tell he was struggling a little bit with that grip I had on him and I literally remember thinking at one point when he like he pulled his hand away for a second when one of the contractions was over and he's kind of like shaking it out and moving and I was thinking in my head I was like if you fucking say one thing about it hurting I will kill you but he didn't because he's a prince. So I really wasn't in there very long with the contractions and they're like putting the fluids in and God bless the nurse. She's so sweet, but 
she's like, oh, where's your hospital? And we just got to get these fluids in. And I got to get somebody else to put the needle in. I'm like, oh, my God. Epidural, epidural, epidural. Please, epidural. Please, epidural. And she's like, well, we got to get the fluids. We got to wait for this doctor. And I'm not a baby. Y'all see what I do in the gym. Y'all see that I'm usually a a trooper. But I begged. I cried. I was like, please. Because at this point, like, contractions, the best I can think about it. Like, I'll do... I try to explain them to Marshall what they feel like. I mean, women can kind of get it because they feel like really intense period cramps on crack. But for a man, it's almost like the height of when you get a tummy ache and you're about to get a poo and it like hurts for a second and it's like curdling. That doesn't even compare. I, it, there's no equivalent. It sucks. So they're finally like, okay. They could see my desperation and sense it. They're like, all right, well, we're going to go ahead and, you know, give it to you. I was like, yes, Lord. Yes. So... <laughs> They're coming in, they're they're getting me prepped up and like an epidural. Marshall actually had had one too because he had one for his AVN surgery. But this was a little shittier because I had to like sit up. They're putting all the tape on my back and as they're doing everything and cleaning everything and getting the needle ready to go in, I get a contraction. Oh my God. And I was so scared because it was like, uh, like I, I, I was like, well, I'm going to die or no, like I was like, because I don't want to be paralyzed. I don't know where that needle is going. I can't move. And again, God bless this nurse, but she's like petting my arm. You're okay. You're fine. Just breathe. And I'm like, oh my God, stop talking to me. Stop it. So like, this is what cracks me up. This is to all you naysayers that were yelling at me about going to the gym while I was pregnant. I literally envisioned myself doing a deadlift. I literally was like, okay, bend over, grab the bar, flex the shoulders. I don't know what the, the physical term for that is. Marshall will yell at me later for that. Like, like you know, what is it, babe? I don't even know. But I was like, okay, brace the core, lift it up. It's 200 pounds. Like, I had to go somewhere else. Like, But I kept thinking in my head, I'm like, if I can do a 200-pound deadlift, I can get through this one contraction and fucking stay still so I don't get paralyzed in the process. And I did. It was fine. It was okay. And then 10 minutes later, I was off into dreamland thanks to the epidural. I was like, woo, so much better. And then I was like, all right, we chilling now. What, what, what now? So we didn't really sleep because I think we were like too excited or whatever, but then I think it was like four hours later, maybe they're like, um, let's check you. You're at nine and a half. I was like, what? That was fast. They're like, yeah, we're going to go get the doctor. We're going to start pushing and we're going to meet baby. I was like, oh my God, are you serious? Uh, uh, Now already? It seems so fast. I mean, from what everybody's telling me that was fast. Like even with Lyric, I think I was in labor for, I was, it was overnight before I started pushing. And Lyric was like 10 pushes, 20 minutes, and that seemed fast. But I didn't work out like I do with Lyric. So, again, y'all naysayers, um, they were like, okay, well, you got to put your legs up. You got to get ready to push. And I pushed the first time, and it didn't. I didn't feel nothing. I didn't feel anything, no pressure, nothing. That epidural did me good. But they're like, oh, okay, well, two more pushes, and then you're going to meet baby. I was like, excuse me? Like, What? So I pushed again, and she's like, yep, his head's right there. Got a lot of hair. I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Like, it just seems so, like, I don't know. Like, I felt like there was more. Like, I should have had more. I mean, and then, uh, granted, great that I wasn't in labor for very long, 
But then another push, and they're like, okay, he's out. I was like, pay attention. Stop for a second. Remember this moment. Because with Lyric, I didn't. And that always makes me sad. I think I was so stressed and so scared and so whatever that a lot of his birth felt like a blur to me, most of it. And I didn't want that this time around. So I took a deep breath in and I didn't hear crying. And I was like, oh, God, no. Because let's face it, this is our rainbow baby. So a lot of the pregnancy, I was scared of certain things, but I didn't let my mind go there very much. And I think I did for that split second in this moment. And then we heard a little cry. And now, and then the full on pterodactyl, like he does now. And I was like, okay, fuck. I can breathe. Thank God I can breathe. (sighs) And then they pulled him out. And then they let Marshall cut the umbilical cord, which was such a sweet moment. Because my mom cut Lyric's umbilical cord. But it was nice to let him have that. Because all dads need that moment, right? That's like a writ of passage that you have to as a father. And they take him. They clean him off. They warm him up. And they put him on my chest. And that was yet another thing that I didn't get with Lyric. Because he had, like, the cord wrapped around. He had a little complication. So he had to get all the goo out of his mouth and make sure he was breathing. And... I didn't get that skin to skin right away, which I was so mad at the nurses for, but they put him on my chest. And the minute that I felt that little baby, I started crying. I was just like, oh my God, like, like it makes me emotional just thinking about it. I got to get together because I knew like, I got to like, I got to do this podcast for y'all. But like, because Marshall and I had been through so much to get him here and because it was such a difficult pregnancy for me from start to finish. I just felt so relieved and so, like, blessed that he was here and that he was healthy and he was crying and he was so beautiful. And I know that everybody says that. I know that everybody says their kids are beautiful, but my kid's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> but I held Marshall's hand and I looked over at him. And I think he was, like, in awe, you know, and so was I. But I just remember, like, releasing that cry and feeling, woo, get it together, Riley. Just feeling this surge of emotion, like, oh, my God, we did it. Like, he's here, and everything is, like, all is right in the world. And y'all know me. I don't get mushy like that. I don't really ever say that because I think it's so damn cliche. But I feel like when life does give you those cliche Pinterest storybook moments that make people gag, you need to take them in. Because my best friend in the whole world said something to me the other day. But again, I'm probably going to cry saying this. And I promise I'll stop blubbering. But she was packing up a present for Malin and Lyric and me. And just basically she said while she was packing it up, she went over in her head the different chapters of my life. And how a mess I was and how at one point I wanted to die, literally, and almost did. And all of the ups and downs and all the ugly things that happened and the abusive relationships and the times that I wanted to just give up on everything, including myself. And she had said how beautiful it was that my life had come so full circle. And obviously this was one of those moments where I was like, damn, whatever I did in another life to deserve Marshall, to deserve my boys, to deserve... Everything I've ever worked for in life was right there in this moment on my chest. And I was like, fuck yeah, you know, like in the best way possible. 
Um, so that was my birth story. Pretty all in all, everything I could have ever wanted. I was so happy that I, not that I'm happy that I felt the contractions, but I'm happy that I felt like what that feels like to go through that pain for your child and give them, you know, because all y'all mothers that do this naturally, God bless you, but no thank you. I was happy that my water broke because not like 10% of women get that moment and that experience. And I was really, really proud of that. Not proud, whatever. I was happy to experience it. See, all that crying has got me like out this way. <sighs> um, so yeah, my birthing experience was amazing. If y'all live in the Frederick area, Frederick Health was awesome. Um, so the first week of being a mama of two is a pretty trippy ride. Because I think in a lot of ways, no, in many ways, I'm so much calmer with Malin than I was with Lyric. Avi, because I had no one with me. I was all alone. I was a single parent, scared about every fucking thing. And it's just as a first parent, you're like a chicken with your head cut off. You don't know what the hell you're doing. I think second parent, third parent, fifth parent, whatever parent you are, you always have that moment of like, my God, what the hell happened to me like what is what have I done to my life I have to take care of this tiny little being that's screaming and shitting and puking on me and I'm sleep deprived ah but I think this time with the baby at least I'm a little calmer I'm not a calm person in general I'm a nut job and that will never change but I think the biggest difference now is having Marshall there it's not just another set of hands it's Marshall because seeing I'm gonna cry again damn it seeing Marshall with Malin, this baby, this little thing, this this piece of life that is the first blood relative he's ever seen in his life being adopted is like the most beautiful, precious thing I've ever seen next to him bonding with Lyric. It's like kind of up there, both the same. But to see it and the love that he has for him and to watch this change him because he takes everything with a grain of salt. Oh, yeah, sure, it's going to change me. Da, 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 da. But then it hits him. And I remember, oh, God, can I stop crying, por favor? I remember us being first together because Marshall's six and a half years younger than me. And your girl's about to be 40. So I remember telling him, I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to give this to you. I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to give you your own kids. So if that doesn't happen, and he would stop me always, like, you just saying, you know, you're enough. Lyric's enough. But now to watch him and have him realize what I was talking about, about what it is to see yourself, your own little cherub, your own little man, your own little person in front of you and holding them like, damn, we made that. We did that damn thing. It's so incredibly gorgeous. Now, just to keep it real, just like really Riley, uh, it ain't all shits and or rainbows and skittles and and everything like that because breastfeeding, oh my god, like awful. So I've tried to do breastfeeding. I tried to do it for the first couple of days, and then I got cracked, bleeding nipples. Nothing new to all these other mamas, but yes, it happened. And uh, my boobs became super engorged. Like like I'm not a part of the itty bitty titty committee. But I was Dolly Parton and then some. Like, I think I was an F. And it hurt. And it was scary because it's just like, oh, my God, is this ever going to go down? Like, the milk wasn't coming out. And then the hormones start going crazy. And I'm crying all the time. And I, 
remember that magicalness of Marshall being just so in love with Malin? I started to get jealous of it. I started to get angry watching it. Like, okay, I'm over here breastfeeding or I'm like on the pump and I'm not engaged. I'm not, you know, like he'd be like looking at the baby and cuddling the baby and so happy. And I'm like, I can't even do that because if I'm not, you know, pumping, then I'm trying to nurse or I'm trying to do this, that and the third. And it just became a lot. And with Lyric, I got postpartum depression bad. And never had it treated. I just kind of like went through it. And I started to see that monster rear his ugly head again. And I was like, no. Because I'm not a person that fares well with um, antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds. I have done that. The gamut of them. Like like 20 of them. Maybe not 20, but whatever. I've tried at least seven different ones in the past. And it just was a roller coaster I didn't want. And then I was also concerned. You know, like working out is my therapy. I didn't... I can't do that for six weeks, which really I'm going to try for. But Marshall, again, is telling me to chill out. This time I probably won't listen. Um, but I definitely wanted to be cognizant of that. And another thing, mamas, don't let anybody pressure you. Like if somebody's pressuring you to breastfeed, breast is best and all that shit, the hear, hear the words that are coming out my mouth. No, ma'am. Like you do you and you do what's best for you. So what I've decided on that front is that I'm going to exclusively pump for whatever time I can. The milk supply is doing okay right now, and I'm going to work it out at least definitely for this first month that I'm on maternity leave, and then I will work it out from there. But we're supplementing with formula, and he is fine. Did the same thing with Lyric, you know, because I would pump for hours and get nothing, and I was so stressed out, and it's just not worth it. Like, the whole reason I'm taking six weeks off the show, which pains me, as you can tell I'm doing a podcast in front of you while I'm on maternity leave, is because I wanted to bond and I want to feel this moment as a family with Lyric, with Marshall, with Malin. I wanted to like feel all these good things in between all the shits and the puking and all that. I wanted to be connected and I didn't feel connected like with, you know, trying to feed him and then he's screaming at me. And then the whole process of him like getting nutrients, it's like the baby's pissed because the boob's not producing the much and then I'm freaking out because my nipples are bleeding. Like, so that has calmed down, and it seems like the postpartum depression monster is being shooed away for right now, which is great. Um, and then there was the other li- lovely side effect that I got after giving birth that they don't tell you about, about hemorrhoids. TMI, I know, but it's a thing, and I was very freaked out to see a tadpole hanging from my butt. Yes, Marshall, I went there. It, 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 it's a thing. It's one of those things, things they don't tell you about pregnancy. That's one. But we're working that out, too. <laughs> I keep walking around the house and looking at Marshall all the time because my boobs are just always flopping around because I'm always, like, on the pump. And I'm like, I'm so sexy to you right now, right? Like, I'm the sexiest thing ever. We'll get back to sexy Riley at some point. I don't know when that point is, but I am feeling definitely a little better because you just feel nasty the first couple of days. Actually, I still kind of feel nasty because, oh, yeah, then there's the pads. There's the adult diapers, the mesh panties that you're wearing for a couple of days. It's so sexy, y'all. But I think my favorite moment of the last couple of days, I already cried about this one today to my mom, so I'm not going to cry again. But Marshall randomly said to me as we were both kind of cooing over Malin, is he was like, babe, you know, the moment that you were holding the baby at first in the hospital, he was like, you've never been more beautiful to me than then. And I 
have to hold on to that because I, when I look like shit and I feel like shit and I just feel like I'm never going to be sexy again, which is, uh, it's preposterous, but hey, hormones are a thing. I got to remember that and I got to feel that and just remember like what we have created, this beautiful life in Malin, but I mean, in general, like what we have built together, like this is, oh my God, I'm going to stop crying. I'm going to pinch myself or something. This like beautiful existence that I've always wanted. I've lived a life where I have been through and done a lot of really fucking cool things like that some people would never ever get to do like stepping in front of 20,000 people on a stage and feeling that rush of them screaming your name like sitting in front of Sean Mendes and Katy Perry and Paris Hilton and JLo like all of these grandiose things awesome right but this life that is mine ours is like pretty damn cool. And I don't think I've ever realized that more than right now in this first week of being a mommy of two. So yeah, it's been good y'all. Sorry that I cried so much. Like I think um, next week I'm going to try and figure out a way to bring the nanny here and get Marshall to come in and we're going to talk to him about how he feels about being the, a biological daddy for the first time. And I don't know, maybe we will even get Lyric and have him have a cameo. But before I go, a lot of you guys have been asking about Lyric and how he's doing, and I don't want to skip on that. He's doing amazing. He always wants to help with the baby. He wants to feed the baby. He wants to get the baby's socks. He wants to be super, super helpful. Like, it's the most delicious thing ever. Like, oh, God, I die when I see him look at him. And, like, if you guys look at my Instagram, you saw the moment when he first met him. It was, like, ugh, one of the most important, like, special, sweet moments of my life. He's testing a little bit, like kind of trying to be a baby in a sense. Like, mommy, can you help me with this or can you help me with that? And it's just like I keep trying to remind him, like, you'll always be my baby. That'll never change. And I think although, like, it was just me and him for a little while, I think he isn't jealous of the fact that it's not just me and him because then it was him and Marshall. And Marshall does this this whole like father to two thing fabulously like makes time for him. The other day they were doing donuts in the snow on the go-kart that he got him, which thank fucking God I didn't see that. Cause they're talking about like Tokyo drifting. I'm going to not be a shrew and let it happen because Marshall is very versed in safety and would never do anything to hurt our sons. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) Just let it go. But there you have it folks. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this IGTV video podcasting situation. I am going to post this too when I go back from maternity leave to um, the app so you can actually hear it. Like if you don't have time to sit here and watch a 20-minute video, 30 minutes actually because I get most people don't. Um, But yeah, there you have it, you guys. I miss you guys so much, but I am really enjoying this time with my family. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Love y'all. It's really Riley.